You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Well, let's head to the Roman guest line. Let's talk some PGA. Let's talk to our guy, Ryan Hannibal, Bet MGM, right here, right now, joining the show on the Roman guest line. Ryan, how you doing, sir? How's your How's your day been so far? It's PJ Chambers. We couldn't be any better. <laughs> Ryan, I got to ask you this before we get uh, any uh, further into our conversation. What plays were you on? I'm sorry we weren't able to talk to you before this thing started, but what are you sweating out right now, and, and how is it faring so far after round one? It's faring pretty well, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad yeah. thing because <laughs> there's, there's four rounds of golf. But, I mean, the, the, I, I placed, posted an article uh, yesterday morning on the BetMG on the Roar website, and uh, – so I had Justin Thomas to win plus sixteen hundred. Uh, he, he's at the tough afternoon wave, but he's still right there in the mix. Then I had Will Zalatoris in the top five. He's uh, in second place, so that's looking good. Uh, Cam Smith in the top ten. I think he's in the top ten right now. Uh, Jordan Spieth in the top ten. He struggled today, but who knows? Jordan Spieth's one of the hottest player in, in the world right now, so he could turn it around pretty quick. Uh, Cameron Young top twenty. That doesn't look so great, but but who knows what happens? There's still three days left. And then Davis Riley to finish in the top 20, and I think he's in the top 10. So good so far, but like I said off the top, I don't know if that's a good thing because there's four rounds and not just one. No, Ryan, we actually have a lot of the same bets. The only one that I held off on, uh, I didn't do anything with Zalatoris, and I play Zalatoris pretty much every week. And I said the one guy that if he wins this weekend, it's going to crush me because I was like right there. I ended up going JT top 10 with you. I did play Rory. I got 14 to 1. And so I played Rory, but like with Rory, I mean, I just need him to put together four days. You know, usually we get like that back door, those two days, like we saw at the Masters mm-hmm. where he was lights out on Sunday. So I'm a little nervous. Where would you see value? Obviously, like if you didn't get any wagers in before the tournament and you're looking at Rory right now, three to one only plus 300 over at BetMGM, JT's seven to one. Then we get into the 10 to ones like Zalatoris is 10 to one. Cam Smith's 11 to one. Any value with anybody other than Rory? Because... Again, you're not going to want to play a three to one ticket when you could have had twelve to one twenty four hours ago. Yeah, like I, I was, I'm doing a story right now for the Royal website, kind of about betting trends the rest of the way, and I came across a kind of a weird stat. Everything is related to Southern Hills where they're playing. So that that course has hosted ten previous big professional tournaments, seven majors, one senior major, and two tour championships. And eight times the winner led or co-led after the opening round, and then after 36 holes, the winner has been in either first or second place after 36 holes every all 10 times. So I guess no one comes from behind at this course. So I, there's not much value there with Rory. Maybe you want to look at Will Zalatoris and Tom Hokey, who's still up there on the leaderboard, tied for second. But I, I don't know. I kind of think this course is tough from, to come from behind. And if Rory plays like he did today, the rest of the weekend, he's going to be pretty hard to beat. Like you said, he kind of always, you know, picks up over the weekend. But today, he had a very, very strong first round, which is kind of unusual for him. So maybe this is the week that he actually puts four rounds together. And if that happens, then I can't see anybody in the field catching him. 
Yeah, I feel like right now, like I'd bet Hoagie twenty eight because he's twenty eight to one right now. So I think that that would be the bet that I would place if I didn't play any outrights uh, before the tournament began. Uh, also, the one that I don't feel good about, Tiger Woods to make the cut, worked out for me at the Masters. I woke up this morning because obviously we get to bed a little late. We're a night show. Uh, he was one under, everything was looking really good, and then he completely fell apart. So I'm thinking I jinxed it. Four over on the day. Uh, Tiger making the cut. Do you think? <laughs> I mean, he looked, he was limping around there. Do you think we get a bounce back performance tomorrow or is Tiger cooked? I played that too. I played play in the Masters, like you said, and I kind of played it again this week, thinking the same thing. All you need to do is put together two rounds. Yeah. But I think today, that those last couple of holes, he looked worse health wise than he did at the Masters. Like he was limping you know, after the swings, he was grimacing. So maybe from a health perspective, he's not as you know great as he was that Masters week. Um, but the, the one thing about making the cut is this this cut has 70 players. It's not like a regular week where it's 60-something in ties. 70 players in ties make the cut. He's tied for 99th right now. So if he goes under par tomorrow, given how the conditions will be, I think he has a chance. But like you said, you know, being, being plus four after one day and looking the way that he did down the stretch, maybe this isn't the week for Tiger. You know, it, it's sad to see. Everybody wants him to make the cut and play the weekend, but – I don't know if that's in the cards because he's kind of going up against it and the wind is expected to blow tomorrow. So we'll see what happens. Hey, Ryan, can you tell us about the uh, the love of Scotty Scheffler heading into this uh, championship? Can, can, can you give us some insight on that? Because I saw you wrote something for PGA, I want to say a couple days ago or maybe a day ago about yeah. uh, him dr- drawing a ton of betting action. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It's you would think that the betting public would kind of go away from him just because he's won pretty much every tournament he's played. But going into the week, going, I think as of Tuesday, he was getting the most tickets and the most handle at, at BetMGM. But I, I believe that speed actually overtook him once Wednesday came around. But still, the Scotty Scheffler is drawing a ton of attention from from betters. I think maybe people are just kind of riding riding the Scotty Scheffler wave, and then probably his comment after the Masters saying that Southern Hills is one of his favorite courses, maybe that fed into the hype. But he didn't have that great of a day today. Still, I think he's plus one going into tomorrow. I uh, had a tough back nine today. He actually showed some frustration on the course for the first time we've seen in, in a while. But, you know, he's the number one player in the world. He's playing at a course that he seems to like, so it's kind of hard to go against him, but I just don't know if that was worth the bet with the value. He was only, I believe, 1,200 going into the tournament, and I just I just don't think that's great value going into a major championship. Ryan, what do you think's next for Phil Mickelson? Uh, you know, we we're I, I think some of us were expecting him to play this weekend, but it's been a rough couple of weeks for Phil. What do you think happens next for him? I don't know. It's a great question. I, I thought that this kind of would have been a nice time for him to come back and face all the questions because he yeah. could kind of fall back on what happened last year at the PGA, you know, that feel good story of a 50 year old guy, you know, winning the PGA championship. And he could have, you know, I'm not saying he could have used that to sort of change the narrative, but there could have been some publicity of him returning to the PGA and defending. And now basically you have, um, just basically the, the media kind of making their own narrative and talking the way that they want to talk still doesn't have, so he still can't create the narrative right now. Everybody's just speculating. I'm not sure that's right for Phil Nicholson. So to me, I thought he would have came back this week and, and sort of faced the questions, maybe sat down with a, 
uh, outside. Uh, he could have picked his own media person to sit down with ahead of the tournament and got ahead of things ahead of the pre-tournament interview, but that didn't happen. So what's next? Who knows? If he's really serious about the live tour, and if that actually happens, I believe it's the week before the U.S. Open. So I guess if he's going to do it, it's in a couple weeks in, in England, and, and we'll see what happens with that whole tour because that, there's a lot of questions right now. So no one knows what's next for Phil Mendelson, probably even himself. He doesn't know what's next. Ryan, thank you so much for joining the show. Always great to hear your insights on the PGA and happy betting the rest of this tournament. All right, great. Thanks a lot.